often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 585, if I'm not mistaken. I am your host, Josh Albrecht. And after all this many episodes, I'm still unsure of myself at this at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse. My trusty sidekicks, Agent Fox Mulder, the three-legged kitty cat. Cleaning his, I guess his tail behind me. Yeah, it's his tail, not his asshole. He's he's cleaning his tail behind me. He's uh keeping it real over there, keeping himself, keeping it real, keeping it clean. And uh, yeah, that's how it is. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Once again, I also yeah, no no show prep. As, uh, as as I'm keeping it normal, keeping it how I always do, pretty much. As uh, yeah, we're approaching Thanksgiving, and uh, leaves are finally starting to change colors and uh, die. <laughs> as uh, we've had some freezing temperatures, a little bit, just tapped into it just slightly, and uh, but it's back to like kind of hoodie weather, the the weather I kind of like. Uh, like I like that nice hoodie weather where it's just you know like fifties, forties through sixties, staying in that range. You know Ireland temps basically, and uh, you, you get the hoodie out, which I actually haven't brought out one of my hoodies yet. I need to. I need to do that. I need to do that. Maybe tomorrow, as uh, or well, I'm going out later. I'll probably throw a hoodie on for that. Hey, there's like a brief window of hoodie weather, you know. What? Uh, I mean, it used to be longer. <laughs> It used to be pretty much all of October. And uh, now it's like you might have a week in November, if that, because it goes from, you know, really hot, then to really cold, and then some hot days mixed in there. And uh, very, very just hints of hoodie weather. And it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. I love me some good hoodie weather. Um, and, uh, you know, I've got like two Ireland hoodies from Ireland that uh, I just, you know, and sadly, the one I really like, I, I did put a hole in it like the day after I got it. In Ireland on a uh, barbed wire fence. I believe it was at the Cliffs of Moher. I got it caught on a fence. Could be wrong. Maybe it was the uh, up in Northern Ireland, the Giant's Causeway. I'm not sure. But I want to I say it was Cliffs of Moher. Cliffs of Moher. Uh <laughs> And it's it's still to this day have that has that hole. I'm like motherfucker. I got that uh, like like a day or two after getting it, and uh, I wore it. <laughs> it was just like son of a bitch. Just happened to be walking through a park and got it caught on a fence. Like you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know it's 63 right now, and I was going out short sleeve earlier, but I I think I might go hit up. Uh, uh, a used uh, game store over there in the Union near the Muffin Man. I don't recall the name of the shop, but it's near the movie theater over there. And uh, I need to get Jackman a birthday present. His birthday's next week. 
And he's uh, gotten into like having a lot of physical copies and like uh, old school games and movies. And just uh, I thought it'd be, they have a lot of that there. And I figured, hey, you know, um, he's big into board games too, but he's got so many board games and, you know, barely plays them at all now. And it's like, oh, man. Also, you know, if I get him a board game, I don't know that he has it or not. <laughs> so I might just try to find a oddball NES game or, or something to that effect. Or uh, a DVD of uh, so, some uh, some classic shit. But uh, we'll see. I don't know. I have I have almost a full week before that uh, I, I can uh, possibly find something. And uh, anyway, yeah. So I'll I'll be going back over to the Slapbox Bunker next week for uh, game night over there for uh, Jackman's birthday. And uh, knowing that, it's always like, oh, man, it's just a fucking <laughs> stone throw away from my next birthday. And it's just like, you know, when you're in, four, in your 40s, it's just like, oh, yeah, do I, oh, fuck, I got another one of those. But, you know, mine's still cool, though. I got the uh, whole St. Paddy's Day thing. And, I, you know, I have a lot of traditions I like to do with the corned beef and cabbage. I like to get that, have a Guinness, pint of the old black stuff. And the blues are playing on next St. Pat's. So I hope, even though it's a Sunday, I, I want to try to take off that next day and, uh, you know, go to the blues game hopefully that night. You know, get some corned beef and cabbage early in the day, go to a blues game. And uh, be done with it, you know. <laughs> Not get too crazy. I've never gotten too crazy on St. Pat's. It's more about you know having a beer or two, and it's more about really, I guess, the the corned beef and cabbage, at at the most. Like that's just got like a must. As uh, and you know, uh, seeing green things. <laughs> And not puking. I, I don't think I've ever puked on my birthday. I don't think. I don't know. Uh, maybe at one point. The early 20s, mid-20s-ish, maybe there was a chance of that. There's a possibility. <laughs> I, don't, I, I have gotten drunk on my birthday. It's, uh, But it, it's pretty rare, actually. Pretty rare. Surprisingly enough, knowing that it does happen on March 17th, which is, of course, also, not is it St. Patty's Day, but it's also the anniversary of the start of this show which uh, happened in 2012, which was the uh, March of 2012, which was, you know, only a, f a few months really before the end of the world. I don't know if you remember that, but when the world ended in uh, December 26th, was it? <laughs> 2012? <laughs> when it all ended. <laughs> Just like the Mayans predicted. Uh, but, uh, and I was wrong with my prophecy so far, so far, it could still come to fruition. You know, if we're in some kind of weird Groundhog's Day since that moment. Um, but I had predicted before, or I guess we did an episode around December of that of that year um, talking about the end of the world. I want to say it was around that time, and I had predicted the end of the world was the machines. I had predicted Skynet. I think at the time, I think that's what I was going with. That was before chat, GPT, and all of this. And there was a lot less AI controlling bombs and such. Um, I don't know. Now, though, you know, I you know, it's possible that machines could kill us all. It's more of you know what people do with machines. I think you know could lead to our destruction. Uh, but there's just so many options now. It's hard to really 
to guess which one's going to be the the one that does us in in the end. <laughs> it's great how I can talk about that and just have a big smile on my face. <laughs> uh, I'm a sick and perverted person. What can I say? As uh, I... <sighs> It's like a bet that I'll never be able to win or lose because when it does happen, I will not be able to capitalize on the fact that I won. But, uh, you know, what happens next (laughs) if I have some kind of memory of it? You know, maybe I could just, you know, I'll have a little bit of just just glee. Be like, that's, I I had it. (laughs) Ugh. I mean, it could be a plague that kills us all. It could be, you know, just the the world could become uninhabitable due to extreme weather uh, conditions and, and whatnot. I mean, there's... I feel like the asteroid... I feel like hopefully we'd get a big warning about that. It wouldn't be like tomorrow, like, in three days an asteroid will destroy Earth. <laughs> I, I feel like there's enough... I mean, I don't know. But I, I, I would think there would be enough people watching the stars these days with, uh, you know, satellites, telescopes, whatnot, that we'd be able to guesstimate within, you know, maybe a couple of years whether or not one's going to hit us. I would, I would think. <laughs> I, I feel like we'd get a long warning on that one. So I'm I'm thinking right now that seems unlikely. Unless, of course, you know, the world goes on for a lot longer. Uh, though, you know, there was that great Netflix show, uh, or it was a movie, I guess. It wasn't a series. It was a movie. Uh, Don't Look Up with uh, Leo DiCaprio and uh, J-Law. And is uh, Jonah Hill? Maybe not. I don't recall. I know Leo and J-Law. Anyway, you don't look up. (laughs) It's going to kill us all. Just don't look up. Don't believe your lying eyes. Uh, You know, speaking of like Netflix, and uh, I really, I'm still digging uh, the Loki season two. They just put up what, episode four or five? I think it was five. Could be wrong. I think they're doing like eight. Anyway, um, still digging the show. It's still my favorite of the Disney uh, Plus series as, as far as, uh, well, as far as the MCU is concerned. Um, I mean, the first two seasons of Mandalorian. I mean, I don't know if you get any better than that. Andor, I fucking love me some Andor, you know, and... Uh, and Ahsoka, I love the Star Wars stuff for the most part. The uh, the Boba Fett is a hit and a miss for me. I mean, the the was it first episode with Din Djarin coming back? That one was fantastic. But uh, I try not to think about it too much anymore. You know, it's like entertainment. I don't want to. <laughs> and you start watching too many YouTubers on this stuff. They'll shit all over it, and then by the time, like you know, I'm overthinking things. And I, I just like to be entertained, you know. But uh, what I, the point I was getting at is I'm enjoying the Loki season two. And I love the fact that Kihoi Kwan uh, from the Goonies is on there. As I think you add him to anything and it just makes it better. 
Unless it's snuff films. That wouldn't be right. I don't think he needs to be in snuff films. That would be... <laughs> or porn. I don't know that I want to see him in porn. You know, that wouldn't that wouldn't live it up for me. That would take me out of it. Because the idea of porn is for me to just bust a nut. And Kihoi Kwan's in there um, <laughs> doing whatever. It doesn't matter what's in there. for. Like, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? I feel we are jerking off to this. It was, uh, <laughs> it's It's data. Or data, data, I guess, uh, from the Goonies, or short round. And I'm just going to think about that, and it's going to take me out of it. So I guess no porn in general. Definitely not snuff films. I don't want him to die or be involved with murdering anybody. That wouldn't be cool. But I'm talking, you know, like mainstream movies sort of situation. Like, throw Kiwi Kwan in there. I mean, it might distract a bit if it's a real serious movie, like a Schindler's List type situation. But it would give, you know, a little bit of relief from the hell on earth that's being portrayed in the rest of the film, you know. As, uh, I guess since he is of Asian descent, he could play uh, somebody in an internment camp, which uh, I I feel like he, he'd be good at some serious acting. But I don't know if I could, uh, being that I just see him as short round, I don't know that I could see him as a prisoner inside an internment camp or something I, I don't want to see that so I guess <laughs> my initial any movie that's like a feel good movie just like it's going to feel so much better if Kihua Kwan's in there so like I completely dismiss everything that I just fucking said <laughs> I talk myself right out of it uh, so <laughs> the point I was trying to get to as I digressed for you know however long um, a millennia at this point um, is that uh, while I am enjoying Loki season two, it's coming to an end soon. I also just found, uh, finished Gen V on uh, Hulu or not Hulu. Uh, I don't have Hulu. Uh, Amazon Prime. And uh, that is, of course, the spinoff show to the boys, which it was good. It's I would say it's not quite as good as the boys, but it's still good. Um, I just like the characters in the boys so much more, but maybe because there's like three seasons of it and there's just more of it and I cared for the characters more. I don't know. Uh, there's, I think there's just no butcher. It was cool that at the end, spoiler alert, that you get a little Homelander, which doesn't spoil much, I guess, but he does make an appearance at the very end of Gen V. Which Homelander is good. That dude is one of the sickest fucked up individuals <laughs> on a show. And it's so great. It's so great. I like a good twisted character, um, like a Negan. And, uh, yeah, again, I digress. But uh, as these shows are wrapping up, I know it's only, like, we're getting close to the point where there's going to be, like, a six, seven-month gap where there's just not a whole lot of new shit going on because the the uh, strike situation which the writer's strike has ended, but the SAG-AFTRA, the Actors Guild and whatnot, uh, is still ongoing, I believe. I think they're nearing some kind of, you know, compromise or whatever, agreement. And uh, I, I haven't been following it that much. I just, like, I'm, I'm dreading the fact that there's going to be, like, what feels to be an eternity... <laughs> Where I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna get any more strangers th- stranger things you know that that last season's gonna be, which the next season I believe is supposed to be the last season, but because of all the strikes stuff like it it's gonna 
It's going to be a while. <laughs> and uh, I, I need more Vecna in my life. And uh, I feel like, you know, I already felt like the last season of Stranger Things because so much time had passed because of COVID and everything that uh, those, ki- I mean, those kids are adults now. Like the only, there's only uh, very few of them that are not adults anymore. Like I think um, the one sister, uh, shit. <laughs> Basically not like the main cast. The main cast is, uh, they had to be real young when it started out. <laughs> and, uh, fuck, I'm, I'm blanking on character names right now. Um, shit, she might even be. Uh, an adult now. I mean, the show originated seven years ago, and you know, actors are generally older. Even as like children, they're older than they are playing. And then you know, you don't see stuff generally released right at right as they finish it. It's you know a year later after it's finished. So, uh, <laughs> pretty much all these kids are uh. <laughs> you know, fuck mid twenties at this point. As uh, uh, let me see here, the only one I can really th- oh son of a bitch, that's not what I wanted. As uh, do do Lucas's sister. I don't remember what the hell her name was, but I feel like she might not be an adult quite yet. Maybe she's like a month or two away from it. But, uh, yeah, that, like that, that hurts my brain. And like, we're going to like have like a big, longer pause, uh, between those seasons. And, uh, I feel like they're going to be like in their thirties by the time we get that final season. And holy shit. I, I probably mentioned this whenever it happened, but, uh, when, uh, David Harbour's character, Jim, uh, uses the Conan, the Conan, the Barbarian sword. He uses the actual Conan sword in Russia to fight off the, uh, whatchamacallit. <laughs> the, I forgot those creatures' names. As uh, see here. You know what? I'll, uh, the, uh, I, it, <sighs> I'm old, man. It takes a while for these things to come back into my brain. You know, it was a character, you know, from D&D, as they name everything in that show off of characters from D&D. As, uh... Yeah, I'm not seeing the damn... Do-do-do... Ugh... Yeah, those creatures he fought off with the Conan sword. That was, uh, let's see here. I can't type. Stranger Things. There we go. That's, uh, the Demogorgon. That was what I was looking for. The Demogorgon. Um, did you, well, that, those aren't Demogorgons. The Demogorgon was the bigger one, I think. The Demogorgon. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, 
Maybe those were considered... No, I guess that was the Demogorgon. Okay. Yeah, they, uh, it was the Demogorgon. The spider monster. I was getting the Demogorgon mixed up with the spider monster. Was, uh, or the Mind Flare. The Mind Flare was the bigger deal. And of course, Vecna is behind all this shit. Fucking Vecna. But yeah, I am dreading the fact that uh, all this stuff is just gonna just be gone for a while. I mean, I can do stuff, you know, for a little bit to uh, quench my thirst for entertainment by, uh, you know, I there's so much st- uh, stuff out there that I haven't seen, got, haven't watched at all. That uh, You know, I could do a, a trial of, like, say, Hulu for a while, binge some shit on there. I mean, I've only seen, like, the first season of The Handmaid's Tale, which was decent. I just, you know, it wasn't a reason for me to uh, spend more money on, like, seeing Hulu, you know. I think that one's a Hulu. Uh, and, uh, I haven't seen the, uh, last Game of Thrones series. I mean, that one, I, I'd like to see it. I heard it's decent. Um, even though I feel like they shit the bed in the last couple of seasons of the original Game of Thrones, in my humble opinion. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, it's sad to think there's just going to be, like, to all these shows I've I've gotten into that it, there's going to be a long gap. It's pro it could be, you know, it could end up being like a year gap on a lot of this shit. The writer strike made it to where they had to put a stop period to any writing and that killed, you know, production in general. I mean, this is going to I mean, I'm all for, it. don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a union worker myself. I'm all for striking getting, you know, getting your money, getting your dues, um, or getting, getting what's really owed to you anyway. But I mean, it's a drag as a consumer of these things. Uh, that being said, I'm concerned (laughs) that this is going to lead me to like, I mean, it could have some positive impacts. I could get outside more and do things that uh, don't require me, you know, watching television which I guess I don't technically watch television. That's a, I, I cut that cord years ago. Uh, but, uh, you know, to go out and maybe enjoy life a little bit <laughs> outside of these walls, outside of the penthouse. Um, that being said, I could also end up just making more bad financial decisions, which I, I love to do, apparently, um, with buying really expensive shit that I don't particularly need, <laughs> like, uh, you know, guitars and such. Which, I am rounding the corner. I'm really finally getting close to paying off my first Gibson. My o- currently only Gibson. But uh, the Adam Jones, Les Paul standard. And uh, still, it's I've had it for a year now. Slightly over a year. And uh, still really enjoy it. It is uh, nice playing that. The, the best guitar I've ever owned, played, or looked at. I don't know. It's... Uh, I, I don't regret it, uh, determining, telling myself I had to have that and that I went out and uh, did it. I did it. Got it. <laughs> don't regret it. Um, that being said, uh, my lust for guitars has waned at times and come back. And uh, sometimes I feel like, no, I shouldn't buy another guitar, period. And then, uh, you know, an hour passes, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, we really need some more guitars. <laughs> Not just any guitars, but expensive ones, which they're all becoming expensive now, as with everything is just fucking expensive now. 
as uh you know you have to like start selling body parts to afford you know bread at this point um okay that might might be a bit of a stretch but uh then maybe not but uh yeah i i think i've talked myself pretty much though uh into which i've been thinking about this for shit a long time as uh originally when i you know i was uh had originally gotten into playing guitar many, many, many moons ago. And uh, I always told myself, you know, I would love to own a Gibson, but it was never that big of a priority uh, for many, many, many years. Although I was like, <laughs> I was like, I wanted to own one Gibson. I never <laughs> thought, you know, I had to have a Gibson. It was like, you know, I had an Epiphone Les or still have an Epiphone Les Paul. And that was fine by me. And uh, really, it's not the greatest Epiphone Les Paul. I've done a lot of mods to it, and it's like better than it was. I need to get a full setup done on it and stuff, replace the nut. But uh, the electronics were complete shit, complete dog shit when I bought it. And it's it's been gutted, <laughs> and uh, there's complete new electronics and 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 what have you in it now. Um, I've changed the pickups a few times in there, and uh, my thought was, you know, like uh, I, I felt like I didn't have to have a Gibson, but I wanted to have a Gibson at some point, and I figured the Gibson I would own uh, would be an SG, because as far as Gibsons go, uh, you want a cheaper Gibson. SG's pretty much the option unless you want to go, I mean, there are cheaper Les Paul options. Like the Les Paul Tribute or the Les Paul Studio, and they make it cheaper by doing stuff like uh, not doing binding on it, which is a very time-consuming process that involves hand labor. There's uh, no machining going on there. It's a very, very tedious process, and uh, it takes some time, and it takes a while, apparently. It takes several months to train a new individual to do it, as they wrap the shit, they glue the binding on and wrap it really tightly with all these, uh, I guess, ropes. I don't know what you want to call those. Uh, but it looks like a, a time-consuming process and uh, a bit of an art. And, uh, yeah, so there's cheaper, less Pauls. But I, you know, always loved an SG, even though uh, I would say I was more into less Pauls, the enjoying the tone overall and just the aesthetic look, but, uh, being a fan of Tony Iommi and the early, I was really a fan of the early black Sabbath. Um, didn't get so much into the Dio years and such, but, uh, those first couple albums with Ozzy, I mean, who doesn't love that? Uh, you know, masters of reality, paranoid, uh, <laughs> that was the ones just called black Sabbath. Am I wrong on that? Uh, anyway, <laughs> but uh yeah um i have pretty much talked myself into getting a tony iomi uh <laughs> sg special i believe it's gibson sg special which there is of course the epiphone version too um which is you know like a thousand dollars cheaper or something which uh I, I think it's around a grand. Don't quote me on that. It's, uh, it's somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, it might be like 900 something. 
But if I'm going to get an SG, I figure I might as well spend a little extra and get that Gibson. As uh, I'd like... What's better than owning one Gibson? Owning two Gibsons, I would think. <laughs> or possibly three. <laughs> as I also have the habit here d- nowadays... Um, <laughs> Uh, I keep in my phone, I've got, you know, I don't know, 30 tabs going <laughs> open on the browser on there at any one point in time. <laughs> and, uh, one of the tabs I have open is on the, uh, if you go to Gibson's website, um, they have the Gibson mod shop and what it is, uh, Gibson, anytime they have guitars, I believe, whether it's at the factory, if they catch it in uh, QC. If there's something wrong with the finish, it's, it's from what I understand, typically it's going to be a cosmetic issue. Something to do with the finish, they had to end up refinishing the guitar, or, you know, it's guitars, uh, like, they catch it before it, like, leaves the factory, or somebody sends it back, like there was some issue with it. So they'll refinish it, and uh, they might put it in different pickups because maybe there was a wiring issue, what have you. And you get some interesting one-offs. It's like almost getting a custom shop guitar. Um, You're not paying custom shop prices, and you get some good deals on uh, some Gibsons. It's generally not what you would pay for, like, a... whatever uh like they they have had some of those tony iomis or at least i know i saw one but it was in the uk custom shop and uh i'm not gonna pay <laughs> you know pay to have that shipped here and whatnot that's gonna be it's gonna be a fortune but uh they'll they'll put some pretty sweet fucking uh paint jobs and stuff on there uh as i will uh is this just a? I got to stop looking at this, really. <laughs> but I'm gonna go to it. Uh, as uh, where's the mod shop? I don't want the custom shop. <laughs> so much expensive shit. Um, I don't see where the the link is on the website. Uh. Good lord, there's just so much stuff. Gibson Gibson stuff, man. It's you're gonna pay a price for it. Um that being said, I mean I love the shit. Uh after owning one, it's like, oh I've I've tasted blood, you know? And once you taste blood, you you, you crave it. It's like I've tasted the blood of Gibson. And now I can't stop till I have more. Um God damn it. There's the Gibson Garage. One day I will have to go to Nashville and uh, definitely check out, take a tour. I believe you can take tours of the, because, of course, the uh, USA uh, Standard Line is uh, plant is there in Nashville. Um, I'd love to take a tour of that. And uh, where my guitar was born, you know? Visit it and see where my guitar was born. Um, and uh, I, uh, God damn it, I can't find the goddamn mod shop on here. I'm retarded. Where's the search? There's a lot going on on their website. 
as uh, I guess I should have just pulled it up on my phone. I already have it saved on the phone. <laughs> this seems like the the logical thing to do. Uh, but if I pull it up on my computer here, I'd see it so much easier. As uh, I am retarded. Um, as yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The Gibson Mod Collection. What it says under there is rarities, exclusive, customized, one-off guitar mods, weekly drops. So they update it every week. Uh, there was like last week, like man, they had just a awesome fucking USA casino. Epiphone Casino that just had this awesome brown finish where you could see all the the natural wood grain showing through. Just look just look nice. And uh this week they've got a fucking whew, there's a ES three thirty nine figured with a dusty pine burst. It's this green burst finish, which green, my favorite color. Um it just looks nice. I have to own a green guitar at one point with a burst finish. That's got to be a burst. It's not going to be this one, <laughs> which is almost four grand, $3,899. But that is like cheaper. And I believe what you would pay for a figured 339 normally, whereas that is, of course. But I mean, you get this one off. Ugh. Like, you, you can't normally buy green bursts and Gibson like they uh you know occasionally they'll change what colors they have options as far as their standards and such go um of course I'm not referring to like custom shop guitars those are you know you can buy that if you if you want that they'll they'll put it on there for you just you're going to pay a lot more money is <laughs> uh uh like there is there's some really cool bursts though that they have as a uh, son of a bitch. I I need to stop looking at this website. Um but I'm pretty pretty certain though. I will next year uh once once I have that uh Les Paul paid off that uh I'm going to do it. Going to pull the trigger. Going to get me a Iomi SG Gibson SG special. As uh I don't need it. It's not going to make me a, a complete person or anything like that. It's just going to give me a little bit more joy. I, you know, I'll have to, I guess, play guitar more <laughs> is the answer uh, I'll end up uh, needing to do. Is, uh, like, I don't play, have enough time to play all the guitars I own to begin with, you know. I I mix it up a little bit. I did play on guitar the other night or the last few nights that I haven't played in a really long time. My first uh strat or Mexican strat I owned. Um which I owned a strat before that, but it was a squire. I don't remember where that was made. This is the first like Mexican strat I owned and uh it was like a three three fifty for that when I bought it twenty something years ago. <laughs> And uh, that that same guitar probably would fetch around. I mean, not for that guitar, but if it was built today in Mexico, it'd probably be nine hundred to a thousand dollars. But I believe their their quality has improved a lot. From what I understand, too, the Mexican plant is really only a couple of miles away from the American plant. They use a lot of the same machinery, and I believe that when they train people, that they you know, get trained by the same people and shit. So it's, 
if anything, you know, they, it's just the labor is cheaper, those just a couple miles away. And they do use some things that are the pro, the products they use, like in the guitar itself, um, are sometimes cheaper. And, you know, like stuff like the finish of the guitar, that's going to be, uh, if you're going to get the American made series, typically you're going to have a higher grade finish with like a nitro finish, especially if it's a Fender custom shop deal. And, uh, they of course are going to use poly. I think on it, you might be able to get a nitro Mexican, uh, Fender, but pretty sure like it's pretty much all poly urethane uh, finishes there. Anyway, yeah, it's I see that the the quality is still high on the Mexican fenders. As uh, I have, of course, the Tom Morello Mexican fender that was only I got that in what 2020, 2021, one of those one of those years, and uh, it's a it's a well made guitar. Very well-made guitar. His original one it's based off was actually a Japanese-made Fender. And uh, the they don't, I'm pretty sure, don't have the Japanese flant any Flant? <laughs> they don't have a Japanese flant anymore. Uh, but at least, you know, if I do uh, end up with another guitar, of course, uh, I'll have more time to play it while there is downtime uh, from all of the shows that I enjoy watching as... Uh, that uh, strike uh, messed with all of that. That you know, it might encourage me to spend more money on guitars, and then it might also, you know, <laughs> uh, that the negative side is I'm spending more money on it, but the positive side is, hey, I'll enjoy, I'll, I'll have more enjoyment and more reason to uh, to do it. And uh, about the only other. Like of course, I mean, there's a. I'd love to have a Gibson Greenburst guitar, and uh, preferably to be like a big hollow body or semi hollow. And uh, you know, I'm still kind of, still kind of like that DG three thirty five, though you don't get that with a a burst. That'd be cool. I mean, <laughs> it would seem like such a waste of money. But if I, if I got it one of those and then had it refinished. With the green burst, but the fig, you know, when you have a guitar like that and it's painted a solid color, typically they're not going to use wood that has really nice looking. Uh, there's not like a flame top or a quilted top to it, and that you know, I want nice figuring. You can't just like green burst it and like, ooh, there you go. I want that nice figuring in there, preferably a quilt top, which I mean, that's gonna fetch a lot of money. <laughs> Those get expensive. Um, that would be like a dream guitar, though. It's like a quilted green burst, like 335. It'd just be fucking amazing. Um, I don't know that I'll ever get that, because that is probably like a... I mean, unless there's like a mod like that, 339. That looks pretty decent. Um, you know, maybe one day it'd be like that. Uh, but uh, I definitely have to have that SG at some point. Like that's uh, the another the only other guitar like right now I feel like I'd really push to get is sort of a guitar sort of a bass the Fender Bass Six, um, which what comes to mind 
for me, it was the basics is the uh, the Beatles, of course, and that was uh, you do see them use it in the uh, Let It Be or the Get Back uh, docu series done by Peter Jackson, where it shows a lot of them playing the bass six, and uh, they used it a lot because uh, Paul wasn't the only one that played bass. Some songs it would be John, like on back in the USSR. John played the bass on there because Ringo quit for like a couple days or something like that. And Paul ended up playing the drums on that. And so John was playing bass and uh, I guess George was on guitar. <laughs> I'm assuming. I don't remember what the, re- I just know John is playing the Fender bass six in there. And of course, uh, Paul is on the drums and they, they use the bass six in a lot of songs though. Um, it's thought to possibly be in while my guitar gently weeps. There seems to be no one that has confirmed who exactly is playing bass on that song. Um, of course, we know Eric Clapton is playing the lead solo, the lead and the, the, the solo for that song. Um, and George is playing rhythm guitar, but we don't have any <laughs> knowledge of who's actually playing the bass in it. As uh, If you ask me, that's one of the greatest bass lines ever. Just the, the tone of it. And uh, I believe there's actually two bass lines going on there, from what I understand. Or at least I've seen people break it down in videos where they had a four-string bass and the bass six. But the bass six, too, is like using a very, like, surf sound, very, like, 60s. I believe The Cure used uh, the Fender bass six. And uh, a lot of, I guess, new wave bands use that uh, Fender bass six. And, of course, it's... Fender re-released the ba- Fender Basics. They had the Squire out like before I think Get Back uh, came out, and because of that docu series, it became like really popular again. And it was, like prices of OG Fender Bass Sixes were going like through the roof because everybody's like, oh, I gotta give me a base Fender Bass Six, and uh, <laughs> it just seems really cool to play because I, you know, I play guitar. I played bass a little bit. Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, it's it's that nice like inter- intermediate like, and I figure like I can play the bass, but yet play it like a guitar. So like it's got a lot of draw to me. And uh, although I do have the Digitech Whammy pedal, which you can drop it uh, to sound like a bass using that that pedal, the the guitar it being, which you can tone shift and uh, up or down on that. It's a fun pedal. It's the Tom Morello pedal, if you ask me. Uh, I realize Edge from U2 play, uh, uses the whammy, and uh, Jack White has been known to use that. He did that in uh, Seven Nation Army, because uh, he's, at the beginning, that's not a bass playing. That's actually Jack White on the, uh, using the uh, Digitech whammy. And, uh Yeah. And I, I'd say, like, if I got those guitars, like, maybe I'd be happy. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, probably not. I mean, even if I got those, I, I'd probably still feel like, you know, what about this guitar over here? It's always the grass is always greener, I guess. On the other side, it's uh, uh, the the things you got to do to try to be, you know. To get yourself through things. Anyway, um, 
It uh, the only one I I can f- confirm I think that I think I'll, I'll buy is, is that SG. Past that, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, <clears throat> maybe maybe sense will come and will uh, get to me before then though. I was hoping, really, I was hoping that there'd be just like a Black Friday deal on that Iomi. And uh, it'd be like less than two grand because they sell for like twenty four hundred. But I thought, you know, like Black Friday is, you know, a couple weeks away. And uh, if you get a hold of your uh, whoever you get guitars from, uh, you know, they'll generally get like give you a heads up like this is going to be on sale and such. I have a email from uh, Cam Curtis there at uh, Sweetwater. He's my rep over there that. Uh, he uh he emails me about stuff every so often, you know, trying to trying to snag a buy, try, uh, purchase, and uh, I he asked me, you know, he you know talking about deals that are coming up, you got Black Friday and everything, and I figured like Gibson isn't typically one of the brands that you're gonna see much in the way of sales on, but I know that the Iomi one's been out for a couple of years now. I thought you know maybe they would slash prices on it a little bit um as they haven't uh, seen amount of slash guitars as he's put out i don't know how many different signature series but that's unrelated um i wanted the iomi and uh i was like man i shouldn't fucking email him this because like i feel like i'm just admitting to the fact that i really want this guitar and then he's like hey you know it's like contacting your drug dealer hey you got any discounts on heroin and they're like oh you know i know you want this i know you want this um and uh i you know it's basically admitting like i want drugs right now and when they know you want it they'll be like here you oh i can give you a deal ish (laughs) not one that's gonna you know be too beneficial for you but i can give you a deal now that you're hooked. Um, and so, yeah, I emailed him about it. Just like hoping that there would, because he had, you know, in the email, he said something to the effect of, is there anything you're looking to get? Uh, you know, I can try, I can make you a deal and stuff. And uh, so, you know, I was like, fuck it, all right. I'll email him. Um, which he, in the email, he said to call. And I'm like, man, I call him. I'm probably going to feel obligated to buy something. <laughs> So I'm like, let's just email. And so I I did that part at least and then just, you know, asked if there was any kind of deals on the IOMI. And uh, he basically said, like, they sell for 2400 so you can get it for 2190 which I did see on Sweetwater's website. They did have a demo, which I guess they, you know, had it at their uh, showroom uh, for people to play and such probably got a ding or two in it and that it sells for like 2195 so i figure that's probably the demo and i'd have to uh put it on credit i'd have to finance the thing and you know great thing is you know it sucks to you know you really i wouldn't (laughs) encourage people to do what i do as far as like buying guitars on credit but if you get a credit card through sweetwater and or musician's friend you know, they typically have deals. 
where uh like a big purchase like that you pay it off within like 2 to 3 years whatever the they'll tell you on there if you buy with a Sweetwater card pay it off in 2 years no interest and that's that's the the way i rationalize we're like okay i can put this on credit as long as i pay it off within this time frame and don't have to pay all the interest and uh problem is you buy a demo model you're you can't get that deal with it you're gonna have to pay the interest on it and that to me you're probably gonna pay more than what you would if you did the brand new one and uh that's only a deal if i had that cash and was and didn't have to finance it so i feel like that's not really a deal (laughs) like had it been Fifteen to seventeen hundred, I'd be like, "Ooh, I don't think I can pass that up." But uh, seeing as though twenty one ninety, and I'd probably have to pay all the interest, I'm probably gonna pay more than I would have on buying it brand new. So that's 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 a no go. Though I mean, like a fucking drug addict, I was like sitting there. When I got that email, like itching, like ooh, because he's like, "Do it, do you?" Can we make the deal? <laughs> Just like, does this sound good to you? Look at this heroin over here. It's that China white or whatever. <laughs> or no, China, is that? Anyway, it's it's brown sugar. Look at this brown sugar. Look at this heroin. Look at this beautiful heroin. Don't you feel your veins just calling out to you? Come, chase the dragon with me. Come now, chase the dragon with me. You know, I felt that pull. I felt that pull. But thankfully, guitars aren't quite heroin to me. I mean, I say that as someone who's not done heroin, so I can't confirm nor deny <laughs> the, the addictiveness of heroin from what I understand. It's it's like the best feeling ever when you first have it, and uh, the, you 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 always got you you want to feel that way. I mean, one of the many reasons why I would never do heroin is because I think it would feel too good for me. I'd be like, I gotta have more heroin, and uh, that's that's a problem. I'd see how I am with guitars, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's a that's a pass for me on the heroin, and for now on the uh, Gibson SG but uh in a couple months couple months I got some bonuses coming up I got some bonuses I should have some more debt paid off and they might incur a little bit more <laughs> I might be uh doing my best Tony Iommi impression and by by doing that I don't want to jinx myself but I don't do not plan on losing any fingers I do work in a factory so <laughs> that's always a fear that is a constant fear as uh, I don't want to fuck up my hands. Um, but, uh, hey, you know, Tony got through it. He just put those tips on his fingers. And uh, I don't want to go through that, though. Don't want to. You know, I'd l- I'm a bit of a tone junkie, and I want to hit that tone just right. <laughs> and that's why I'll buy, like, certain pedals and stuff to give me that, that sound of a Tom Morello or a Adam Jones, and I almost said Alex Jones. <laughs> I don't want that tone. I don't want a shirtless yelling man tone. Ugh. 
Fake hook. Ugh. As, uh, uh, Alex Jones. Anyway, I, uh, I love, <laughs> I love the tone, you know, like, of, uh, Tony Iommi. And I feel like I will probably just get it by, you know, using an SG with some P90s in it. Um, and maybe a pedal. If, if I even need that. I feel like the pedals I already have, I can probably dial it in fairly close. I may not be able to play just like Tony because I'm I've got all my fingers intact currently. Um <laughs> but even if I did lose like the tips on two of them, I feel like I'm probably still not going to play like Tony. I feel like it's just going to be even harder for me to get even close to that. And that's just it's just not something I want to risk. It's I'm not th- sorry Tony, I'm just not that into you. <laughs> not into whacking my fingers off. Uh as uh, I'll never be that hardcore of a tone junkie. I f- I feel pretty confident on that. You know, I might like look up and st- look at string gauge, and what picks someone uses, and you know, watch videos on how their technique is, how they finger the guitar. You know, <laughs> oh, how they slap it, and uh, and uh, yeah. I, but that's that's a bridge too far a bridge too far lobbing my fingertips off is just just won't go there it's just not not on the table if you will mm. and uh man i i know the new call of duty is coming out um i guess next week i think it comes out next friday uh once i post this it'll be next friday um which I guess even as I'm recording this, it'll be next Friday anyway. Anyway, um, I'm not too crazy about it. I might wait till Black Friday to pick it up. You know, I, I play with my my work crew, and uh, we which we got some killer wins last night. Man, I came in clutch. I haven't come in, in clutch in a long time. I had a round where I had 11 kills, and I've been struggling lately. I've been struggling. I. Just haven't been all that great at, at COD. And uh, last night was an exception. Really turned it on. And uh, that being said, though, I, d- I feel like you should probably just wait to get the, the new COD. And w- hopefully there's a sale on it on Black Friday. And uh, I buy that instead of, say, a new guitar. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah... Uh, the only thing that kind of excites me about the new Call of Duty, which I want to get it anyway because I want to be able to level up my guns and stuff easy because it's the same guns you're going to be using in Warzone and everything. And it's just so much easier to do that in a multiplayer than it is on uh, on Warzone. Um, you get through it a lot quicker, get the attachments, and you can get a feel for what you prefer on the uh, attachments and such by playing multiplayer. Anywho. I'm kind of excited for the zombies. The zombies seems to be a lot more unique than in past, but it could be good, could be bad. It could be real bad. <laughs> As when they've changed stuff in the past, it's not always for the best. But you can have, I believe, before, was it teams of three or four in zombies? I, f- I feel like f- feel like you could have four. 
And uh, I'm pretty sure you can have four. But I think you can have, from what I understand, teams of up to six now on playing uh, zombies. And uh, so when we run into it, because I play with, fuck, there's, when we're all together, there's like, there's like five or six of us if we're all on at the same time, which doesn't happen that often. But it'll give us another option if, uh, you know, we, we don't, because uh, you can only play up to four on uh, Warzone. Which is a bit of an issue if we have five or six. Now we can have the full crew playing together. We don't have to, like, leave, leave a buddy out. We don't have to leave a man behind when there's six in zombies. That's an important thing. You never leave a man behind. You always, always got to watch out for your buddies. Especially in Call of Duty. Uh, why would Netflix be the first thing in searching in my browser? I I remember last time I pulled up Netflix on my computer, but that was the first thing when I put any in there. That's odd. Um, let's see here. Do 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 do. Let's look up some stuff. Uh, that's not new. Do do do. Hey, it's not telling me. <laughs> The new shit. Um, let's see here. This is not. Here we go. Oh, here's a Call of Duty. 20 best Call of Duty zombies maps. That doesn't help me with the new one. <laughs> see, I'm not familiar with all of these because there was certain Call of Duties I didn't touch. As, uh, I mean, I used to be big into zombies. Used to play the shit out of World of War when it first arrived and in black ops one and two um yeah some of these i i just never i played a little bit of the black ops three if I remember correctly uh i don't think i ever played black ops four <laughs> i really love black ops one and two um but there was a time when i was like uh just done with Call of Duty. Um, got so burnt out on it. Uh, but there's, yeah, a lot of these I haven't played. As uh, do do do. I did love like the uh, actors that they put in the uh, zombies and such that they used to. I don't know that they bother even doing that now. Um. Why is zombies calling chaos? Uh, This is not... This tells me nothing. (laughs) Uh, There's not a whole lot of stuff on it. Mm. There's not a whole lot of stuff talking about the zombies, but I feel like there's... uh, Good Lord. For a full installation, 240 gig... On the new Call of Duty. I might have to fucking upgrade my computer for this shit. Uh, 200 gig. 240 gig. I might have to delete some of my VR porn. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I, yeah, I'll have to check that out. That is a massive 
and zombies. It says zombies is a big part of that, but the zombies does sound pretty fucking cool. That is uh, like some new new game modes, new slash old game modes on the old COD. I would really uh, like to see how that does. Um, I'm trying to see how much space I have on my drives. Uh, oh, oh, shit. That's like all the free space I have. I'd have to delete some shit. <laughs> shit, that's going to be a problem. That's a real problem. Yeah. Uh, I can probably get rid of... I still have Modern Warfare, the first one on here. I don't really need that one. I don't play that one. The Cold War. Every once in a while, I'll come back to that one. Because I just... I really enjoyed that one. Vanguard as well. Why do I still have Vanguard Beta on here? How much? Anyway, yeah. I'll need some fucking space. If that's... If that's a thing, man. I will fucking need some space. As uh, goddamn, 240 gig. I knew it was going to be an issue, but shit. That is a, that's a big issue. Um, which, uh, the Modern Warfare, it says Modern Warfare, not Modern Warfare 2. That's odd. That's some interesting things. As, uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to free up some shit. I'd love to be able to get a new computer, but that's not as high a priority as, say, uh, Tony Iommi SG. <laughs> Sadly. Sadly, it's not as big a priority. As, uh, I would say I almost play the computer more than the guitar. I don't know. That, that may not, may or may not be true. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. That is, uh, that is a tough question on which I actually do more. Um, I guess that's about all I've got as, uh, I think I might have uh, here shortly though. Like I, I'm thinking back to it. It's you know coming up on Black Friday and stuff. I might have to make a run to vintage vinyl soon. Might have to. I thought about doing it tonight. I was like, I don't really feel like driving <laughs> out to Ucity tonight. It was, uh, man, it's already getting kind of late. Uh, I might have to wait on going to that store too for the video games. We'll see. I might push it off till during the week. We shall see as uh, I'm getting old and tired. <laughs> I'm getting back into running. Hopefully that really increases the energy I have. As uh, I need all the help I can get. Caffeine's just not doing the trick on its own anymore. As, uh, I need something. Uh, anyway, I guess... That's it. So, uh, as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.